Welcome to Herman Legend with your hosts, Smart Watch, Neil and Chris, and Hello and welcome to this week's, this Thursday's episode of Urbane Legend, the hit podcast about the mysterious sides of the things which we read on the internet, potentially. Uh, I am Mystery Shopper, Chris Flynn, and with me as always is a man uh, whose nickname on the street is Rough Justice, it's Bounty Hunter, Mr. Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil. How's your week been? You know, it's... Um, and some bounties? I haven't done bounties. I mean, it, you know, I mean, I'm I thinking of myself as a bail bondsman, Chris, because, you know, okay. I just... I provide an opportunity, you know, maybe if you're a youth, he's, you know, they've set you some bail and you want to go back and see your family. I don't want to see you in prison, but, you know, play by the rules. Then yeah. I've got to chase you down to make my money back. Why is your, um, why is your cable TV show called... Neil the Bounty Hunter, Rough Justice. Well, I mean, I won't deny that, you know, there's a side effect of the unfortunate work that I have to do. I mean, well, I mean, one, this is, you know, they, it's what, it's what sells, sadly, and, you know, in our, in our yeah, society. True, you, isn't it? you have to Sex have and violence. And yeah. there's, and there's that, both of those are plenty in your show, isn't oh, there? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of nudity for a pre watched oh, yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too much, some people have said. It's life on the streets, Chris, you know. <laughs> it's life well, on you know, the streets. I mean, yes. You know, some would say it's mostly caused by myself or of myself, but man. Yeah, I mean, most of the takedowns you do, you wait for the person to be naked in their hotel room, and then you come in well, naked that's how yourself. You wanna, yeah, you, you want to be greased up yourself. Well, the, yeah. They knew it in Greco-Roman wrestling, Chris. You want to sort of like, you yeah. know. Make sure. They can't, you know. They can't no weapons. Escape, yeah. Haven't exactly. got any weapons. You haven't got any weapons. To be honest, you're just doing no. your... Fight mano a mano. You're doing your due diligence aren't you because yeah. it's all being filmed so they can't then claim that you hit them with a baton no. or something <laughs> because no. you're um somebody falls both, down the stairs then you both know, naked accidents happen but yeah well it's, it's, it's cheaper than wearing a body cam isn't it well exactly yeah you know so have you um what what bounty have you been capturing this week where when who was it and what were they charged with uh yes yeah, so it was a little old lady stole a pint <laughs> of milk so, oh, like, um, fuck it, hell. Fuck her. Just skip on a bail. So, um, yeah, was about a million quid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the judge did, you, did, she ha- did she happen? Did she happen to be a million American? dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Just, yeah, yeah, it was down yeah, two in, million uh, flight risk. Yeah, it was down, down, down in uh, Texas. Yeah, where did you, um, where did you catch up with her? Uh, she was trying to fly, flee over the border to, um, Arizona. Adjacent to, yeah, there you go, Arizona. <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking of New Mexico. Was I don't think it's adjacent to... Uh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. I can't remember. Not, not sure, actually. I can't remember. You're trying yeah. to cross county lines. State lines. Trying to cross county lines. I managed to, to apprehend her just before she got, got over that. They would have had to yeah. have got the um, the marshals involved. Yes, yeah. Like, like just Raylan Gibbons yeah. would have been uh, on the case. Yeah, like, presumably would have just shot her because then she would have, you know, yeah. that would have been that would have been a good um, series. <laughs> no, one of the later seasons, I think. Well, maybe they'll bring it in in the new yeah. reboot of it. What? Oh yeah, they're doing a reboot. Aren't Apparently, they? yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Be I'm good. up for a bit of that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can't have Walton Goggins in it, but um, well, you can, can't you? 
No, not really. If it's, if it's, probably could have got out of prison. Yeah, he's probably could have escaped during yeah. COVID. I kind of wonder if they want to keep going around that circle though, but maybe mm. they can have him in prison like a Hannibal Lecter figure. I think, I mean, he's kind of like him and Oliphant are kind of the two best things in it, aren't they? So, oh, for sure. But I kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, when you keep going to that well, but yeah, mm. no, I, I wouldn't mind to be honest if they write it properly. I think, um, as long as it's the same people doing it all, then, uh, then I'll be up for that. But, uh, Apart from the yeah. police chief who went really right wing. Oh yeah, no, he's, uh, well, he's apparently always been a bit, a bit like that. So yeah. Oh, okay. I'll leave him in them. Yeah. Fair enough. Don't matter. Don't make him a bad actor, does it? Well, no, I mean, exactly. it does. I mean, politically it makes him a bad actor, but not as an yeah. actor, actor. Yeah, exactly. In representing another person, then it's kind of fun. So what percentage of, um, what percentage of the bail bonds do you get as your reward, um, for your bounty hunting? Now, some say I have a charge. Okay. But, you know, Was it 100%? No, no, 90%. No, come on, Chris. <laughs> you know, the judge 90%. gets 10%. The judge gets 10%. Yeah. Okay. So what does the... Well, it's a nice little earner for him and he doesn't have to do any work, does he? So, you know. Yeah, we're really getting it both ends. And you know, I've got a, you know, I've got a... Getting it from you and the he's getting it I from the prison. The amount I spend in ammunition, you know, hand grenades, Bradley tanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nerve gas. Nerve yeah. gas. Yeah. <laughs> it costs a small fortune, Chris. Yeah, count props. Yeah. Um, car batteries. Non-lethal takedown weapons. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rubber yeah. bullets. Uh, yeah, they can. They, can, you know, sadly they can. Uh, so have you got you got any kind of coming across your desk now that that you that you're kind of planning for in the next next week or two? Where where yeah. is it you work out? Is it you you work mainly in Texas? Yeah, I mean, I get a lot more work there. I mean, I'm I'm based in kind of like um, um I'm based in Worthing, um, <laughs> Worthing, right. Worthing in the UK. But mm. yeah, to be honest with you, it's been a bit quiet, and you know, well, I mean, it was, a, but, it was, but I was advised by um Jacob Rees Mogg to sort of look to to the new world to try and sort of like you know for my service industry. So Brexit's furnished a really great opportunity for me to okay. uh, expand. Well, it, well, I mean, considering we don't have the bail bonds, kind of legal system in this country. It was kind of unwise setting up. Yeah, it wasn't maybe. a particularly clever idea of business. I mean, you think I might have actually spoken to sort of like some financial yeah, advisors where maybe, or lawyers. Some maybe where there's the a business, demand for your job, yeah. Where your, where your job is an outlaw. That's the kind of unnecessary red tape that uh, mm. that we're looking to get rid of. Presumably you charge them for travel, though. So, you know, it's not oh, out of your pocket, is it? And for the time which you're travelling. Oh, it's fine. There's quite yeah, a bit business, of money in the class? judicial system in America, so it's it's there. You know, business class. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You don't, you don't want to go tired, Chris, because no, you know, you've got to be you your to pop peg. off the plane and straight straight to it. And when I say a physical peg, obviously, I'm well, yeah, electric yeah, wheelchair within, within well, limits, also electrified. You know, yeah, two yeah. machine guns on the side. Yeah, of course, yeah. Then yeah. um, sort of knives, like, glued, like kind knives of like glued to the wheel, like a chariot. Go around dispensing justice. Mm. As I see it, naked. Well, you know. Well, I mean, it's a, do you know what? Again, I, at any point, you might need and to. It, uh, is is uh, have you been renewed the TV show for another season? I mean, let's just say Netflix are looking interested. Netflix, oh, okay. So we could, you know, they're going downhill quick, aren't they? So that probably would be. Well, how dare you? Well, no, I mean, you'll you'll bring if them back. Anything, I think. If anything, you know, your subscription numbers will be through the roof. They'll be uh, mm. give me, you know. I mean, if they've done like what another series dozen of Duck Dynasty or whatever that fucking thing's called, it's a, what Dog the Bounty Hunter? He might have. Uh, he must have done about. He hasn't done anything on Netflix, though, has he? No, 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 no. Actually, yeah, I don't know what channels they're on. Nah, some American channels. It, we Disney, didn't, we don't get them. Disney Channel, yeah, yeah, 
That's right. Almost, almost certainly the Disney Channel, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's famous dog, isn't it? So, yeah. Lovely. All right. Yeah, well, presumably um, they've got an animated version somewhere where it's just played by like um, Goofy or something. Yeah. I don't know why I do Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, Goofy's more. <laughs> isn't he? He's more like that kind of thing. Yeah. Shucks, Mickey. Oh, <laughs> shucks. I'm going to have to oh, take out the body armor. <laughs> and I put lethal rounds and you need to get the shotgun. Oh. Where did you put the zip ties? <laughs> Yeah, yeah sounds sound, sound all right, doesn't it? A bit of kids' entertainment. Yeah, lovely. That's, that's cool. That would be that's like, like ad, ad, adult animation, wouldn't it? Mm. Be like Rick know, and Morty that, or something. That, that's kind of wholesome family fun you could show to the kids, mm. I would imagine. You know, with the phone book and it doesn't come up in bruises. Grand old pay, Mick. Lovely stuff, by the way. It does pay massively. You've got the right side of it. Uh, yeah. Get yourself in the justice yeah. system somewhere. Get yourself in the justice game, people. Yeah, and then take take money from all sides. Beautiful, lovely. Okay, well, thanks for letting us know, Neil. That's um, that's opened my eyes. Give you an insight into you know how. Yeah, good stuff. But back before I became a um, a bounty hunter, mm. course, I used to work at a supermarket. That's Did you? Yeah. Oh, you know, I've never actually had any mystery shoppers in myself but, that you um, knew of. Well, this is true. Maybe I just gave such splendid service that everyone to report me, but um. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, what got you into that game? Uh, I got, I received an email, an unsolicited email, saying that I could earn up to £500 a day mystery shopping. You ever and, earned um, that much? No, but I get some free meals at local pubs, so okay. that's not bad, is it? Saves your bin diving, doesn't it? <laughs> well, sort of, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of them, to be honest, you could, you, could, you could claim it was quite similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got into my shopping game. I mean, as you know, I've always been very into sort of film noir and uh, detective mm. novels. So I thought that mystery shopping sounded about right for me. Could kind of step on the ladder to maybe becoming a PI at some point in the future. Okay, you think yourself very much like a Chandler-esque detective. Yes, that's exactly, yeah. yeah. A, Cl- a Clouseau-esque detective, mystery yeah. shopper, sort of falling over into the milk, that kind of thing, getting attacked by Cato. Um yeah, so I, I do mystery, I do all kinds of mystery shopping now. So there's the pub food scam, as I call it. Uh, and then I do mystery shopping um, at clothes and shoe repositories, shops. So okay. I go in, say I'd like a pair of trainers or, you know, something like that. See if I get them, see if the person's, like, uh, attentive or if they're rude to me. You know, that's always always bad. Then I fill out my little form, fill out, fill out, fill out. And then, um, you know, if I haven't had the service that I require, I hope that the person will be relieved of their of their job. Fair enough. And um, ideally, ideally, not be able to pay their rent. Well, that would be that would be a positive, obviously. But and hopefully, so hope fingers crossed, end up on the streets. Yeah. Well, and if um, it's anything to do with death. me, anything mm-hmm. to do with me, hopefully, fingers crossed, the system works. Die during a cold snap. Well, so, so your own part of the justice industry, which is good, but um, yeah. So, so customers you, always are, right, Neil. So, are you kind of like, um, are you the arbiter as to what good service is, or is there kind of like a tick list as to what you're looking out for? You're given guidelines. Okay. You're given. Do you interpret guidelines. those guidelines aggressively? I interpret them very aggressively. I've actually, yeah. um, I've got a, smiling constantly all the way through our transaction. Yeah, I've, exactly. I've got. Um, Let's just say I've found some loopholes. I've had a I've had a contract lawyer look at some of the guidelines we're given, just in case, because some people have claimed that I 
Mark very harshly. I don't think that's Borderline fair. Borderline harassment was the term I heard used. Borderline harassment has been used. Yes, there has been several injunctions. Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, I believe in standards, Neil, and I, yeah. you know, and standards are falling in broken yes. Britain. And this is true. If it's up to me, I'm only one man, but if it's up to me to raise the standards in this country, then I'll be damned if I don't take that on my shoulders. Well, it's very much it's like the zero tolerance version of policing, isn't it? You know, you see very a broken much. window, you've got to make sure you obsess over those, those kind of low level crimes because that way you'll fix the whole neighborhood. That's that exactly it. And out excellently, hasn't it? So, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, like if you see graffiti, that means that that area is an area which is outside of police control. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That's the way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then start. Yeah. So, I, t- I very much, yeah, I very much take that kind of view to, to customer service. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, should all, we should all have excellent customer service, shouldn't we? Well, I Paying think so. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, the minimum wage keeps going up, but the service keeps going down, Neil. I mean, you know, this is some kind of socialist nightmare. That's what I think. It's good to see you're, you're correcting it one one transaction at a time. One transaction at a time. You know, it's sometimes I feel like I'm pushing a boulder up a hill, but yeah. You know, I've got a stunt double. Harry fantasies when you're doing your. No, 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 no. I mean, no, no. The, to be honest, um, that would be the easy way out for them. I'd prefer to, to see the, you know, gradual due process. Strip well, them of gradual, their, uh, their <coughs> strip life. them of their yeah, strip them of their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's good, yeah. good to see someone get job satisfaction. So. Yeah, and if anyone else would like to like to get involved, I get I get fifty quid if I sign anyone up else up to it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, just uh, contact us with the usual channels. Um, so Neil, nice. So uh, last week's episode was a bit strange, wasn't it? We kind of went through some. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'd, I'd say the, the podcast almost had a mental breakdown. Really, for the past the yeah, class. midlife crisis, mental breakdown. Call it what you will. Call it what you will. So. I thought, let's get back to basics now. What do you think? Nice. If it worked for John Major, Chris, and it did, it certainly did, but it's bound mm-hmm. to work for us. I don't yeah. know why they don't do that with the current Tory party, actually, just back to basics. Well, they have gone back to basics, you haven't know, they? Well, yeah, just corruption. Corruption, corruption, corruption. Yeah. corruption. <laughs> nice. Three C's. Hey, hey. A little bit of politics. Oh, I'm Ben Elson. We'll be careful. We'll get on, yeah, not the nine o'clock news or whatever. Have I got news, well, I got news for, you? for you? That was the one I was thinking oh, I yeah. Not, not the one that's ago. 40 years out. But, yeah. Well, that's been on for about 40 years, but... Yeah, but reruns. I mean, I've got you mean... I've not seen it recently. Oh, what, have um, I got news for you? Have I got news for you, yeah. It's I, still okay. great. I, I still like Private Eye. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's, yeah. I sometimes catch it on iPlayer. Given how long it's been running, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe we can get on that, maybe. You I think you that. get. I think you get five hundred pounds as a guest. It's not bad, is it, Neil? Do for me. Do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Neil, we're going to look at a case of an animal humoid humanoid creature thing. Oh, cryptid! I like it. Yeah. So this is the strange case of the Loveland Frogman, Ohio's amphibian cryptid, and this is from the website theportalist.com. And this little 
uh, article, I suppose. <laughs> is this a portal into dimensions unknown? Uh, well, it's got books, Wax pop culture, future, present, bizarre, about us, deals and shop. I oh. assume we're under bizarre. We are under bizarre, which we has both, both this story cryptids well. and aliens. Ooh. So this uh, article is by Natalie uh, uh, Daly, but spelled L-E-A. Um, and it's published on the on the July of the 28th, 2020. So, Ohio has more corn and soybeans, or has more than corn and soybeans. Sometimes what? It has more than corn and soybeans, apparently, Ohio. I don't, I don't believe it. Well, it's got the football team, the Columbus crew. The, um, the people in there. Huh? There's, there's people there. I thought it was just there a huge field. People. No, there's no people. They grew corn and soybeans. No, they've just got cryptids. Um, the Columbus grew soccer team, which is staffed by cryptids and yeah. beans and corn. Was well, as frogmen, you think they'd be better at water polo, wouldn't you? But there you go. Might have got the powerful legs for kickings. Mm, that's true. For jumping up, for winning headed. Could be good sitting goal. Well, not with the, the sticky hands as well. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe Neil. Don't know what the reflexes of a frog are like, but well, the problem is they've got the, their eyes at the side. So, what would their mm-hmm. forward vision be like? You know, they can see threats from directions. So. Yeah, but you know, there'd be shit penalties. Yeah, uh, the depth perception would be a problem. Yeah, um, maybe maybe let's leave the recruitment of cryptids to the Columbus Crew football team yeah. down to the experts, Neil. Because I Fair think enough. I think if anything, we're embarrassing ourselves. Um, be the first time. So, growing up in Cincinnati, my family often took trips to Loveland, Ohio, to appreciate the natural scenery, the bike trails, the rippling rivers and lakes. Mm. Little did I realise the same roads we drove were allegedly the hunting ground of the Loveland Frog, a mysterious humanoid amphibian said to lurk around the city. Oh, so he goes hunting then. Hmm. Maybe. Um, so, the, so the interesting thing about this one, from the little bit that I've seen, is there's actually quite a lot of sightings, like people reporting okay, sightings. Yeah, people seen it. I mean, it'd stand out, wouldn't they? So, I'm, I'm just trying to assume here. So, is this like, this is a fro- half frog, half person? Well, I don't know yet, it? Neil. Oh, okay. I think he's got like he's maybe human size, but walks upright. But I was if- going to say, yeah, because he's. Upright, maybe, yeah, I'm guessing sort of, yeah. Sounds like a sort of a villain from He-Man. So, the Loveland Frog is probably one of the lesser-known cryptids. Everyone knows of its closest neighbour, the Mothman of Point Pleasant, Virginia. Disappointing cryptid, Mothman. Well, we'll we'll go into it one day. Uh, There are constant high-tech searches for the Loch Ness Monster... And no, alleging the cryptids and alleged Bigfoot sightings have occurred all over the world. The Loveland frog, though, remains elusive. You can mm. ask any cryptozoologist about it, and forget naming the frogman. They might not. Uh, they might not know where to find Loveland on a map. Now, I don't think that's true because if you look up Loveland frogman on, just type it into Google. There's a yeah. fuckload of stuff about it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how... I think it's more well-known than she's making out. Than she's making out. Yeah, well, they're just being... You know, I mean, it's not Bigfoot, sure, sure. Yeah. But, you know, who is? Who is now? Yeah. Who is? 
Unnecessary, but... Ah, the Loveland Frog has a history just as alluring as the Mothman's and as mysterious as the Chupacabras. Its mm. origin story is one of Ohio's hidden gems. Good hearing about it. So Loveland looks like a nice little town, like, you know, that kind of small town America kind of vibe. Mm. Um, How many people roughly do you think? Sort of... oh, oh, I don't know now. I can have a look. 10,000, something like that. Loveland, Ohio. Yeah, it's, it's got that kind of small town Lynchian vibe. Um, population, yeah, 13,000. Oh, there you go. What a bad guess. So the mystery begins. As history tells it, one night in May of 1955, a travelling salesman drove through Loveland, Ohio, part of the greater Cincinnati region. He was alone on the road. Got a bit lonely, so he found a frog. and uh... Made love to it. Um, when he crossed a poorly lit bridge over the Little Miami River, three humanoid yet frog-like creatures loomed in the shadows at the side of the road. Lonely, lonely, isn't it, being a salesman? Yeah, you know, especially when you dropped an LSD tab or three. Um, Are these frogs human-sized? I mean, I'd be thinking aliens, to be honest with you. Well, this is 55, though, so pre-alien, really, isn't mm-hmm. it? Pre-kind of alien being in the natural, in the national consciousness. Yeah, around that time, but yeah. Might well have been. So the salesman watched as the three frog people talked amongst themselves, each oblivious to the observer. The salesman noted that they all seemed to be about three and a half feet tall with leathery skin and webbed hands and feet. They had bulging eyes, wide mouths and deep grooves on their heads instead of hair. Mm. Suddenly... I didn't say when it was, is it? It's not just really convincing Halloween costumes. It's in May of 1955. Ah, OK. Probably not, then. Suddenly, one of the figures noticed the salesman. They pulled out a wand and waved it, sending a spray of oh, <laughs> sending a, like a spray of sparks flying into the air. <laughs> Somebody's got a wand. He's armed with a wand. He's armed with a wand. Again, I'm I'm thinking aliens actually, but uh, you know, it could be like a little wizard frog thing. Yeah, it's or it could just have sparklers. Yeah. The man sped away. The first witness to the Loveland frog with a peculiar smell of uh, alfalfa and almonds mm-hmm. yeah. trailing behind his car. What's alfalfa? Um, it's some kind of vegetable, isn't it? Okay. Um, the salesman has been forgotten. His name has been forgotten, but a sighting by two officers in 1972 uh, revived the tale. Yeah, it's just like crest, basically. Oh, okay. Nice fr- that's a nice fresh smell. Mm. Like freshly cut grass and almonds. That's not a bad, that's not a bad smell. No, that and almonds. Lovely. So, a tale without a tale, spelled T-A-I-L. So if his name has been forgotten, how, I mean, who did he tell about this, or how did this come to be known? Doesn't say. No, fair enough. Doesn't say, no. So, it was March the 3rd in 1972, the bracing winds of winter not yet turned over to the spring sunshine. Mm. At 1am, Loveland police officer Ray Shockey was driving... Detective Shockey. LPD. <laughs> Put your hands where I can see him. Shockey. Was driving on Riverside Drive near the 
Totes Boot Factory and the Little Miami River. Mm, seems to be the hotbed of all this business. Mm. When a creature dashed in front of its car, its eyes glowed in Shockley's headlights. Before it skittered away, Shockley saw it was similar to the creature in the travelling salesman story, about three to four feet tall with distinctly frog-like features. So he, he knows of a tale from 17 years ago by Travel Salesman. Okay, so that must have must have been quite famous then. I suggest, yeah, maybe it was kind of just talked about around the town. Mm. You know, small, small town, I guess. Small maybe town, 30,000 people, not much to talk about. Hey, I know it sounds crazy, but if you've been in here... This Travelling Salesman came in the other, like, came claimed to have seen this when he'd stopped off at my motel. Yeah, it was a cherry pie and some coffee. Mm. mm. Pecan pie. I've had pecan pie. I'd like to. Sounds nice. Quite sweet. Is it? Mm. Okay. Might leave it then. Tell you what I don't want to eat. Key lime pie. Oh, no, I'd like that because it's quite tart. Yeah, but I don't like the flavour of lime particularly, so. Mm, don't mind a bit of lime. All right. You have it then. Balance. You have it. I would. I would. You have it. I'm eat it. Eat it, dirty boy. Eat it. Eating it all up now. Yeah, gobble it down. What yeah. does it taste of? Disappointment. Key oh, key limes. Yeah, disappointment. Yeah. That's good for me. Yeah. You feel a bit sick now, That's are you? Dirty it. boy. Yeah. Another slice, I think. Oh, go on then. Gobble it up. Yeah. Come on, hoover it. Yeah. Dirty boy. So, <laughs> the frogman took advantage of Shockley's bewilderment and scrambled to the roadside, hopped the guardrail and escaped into the river. The only trace left behind were a few scratch marks on the guardrail's metal side. Mm. Claws, claws. Well, yeah, because frogs don't have... They've just got, like, pads, haven't they? Yeah, but this is a frog man. It's a frog man. We don't know what he's up to. He might have had, like, three wands. <laughs> Scrambling up with his wands. Scratching of his stuff, yeah. You don't know. Maybe. I like to think they're either magical or aliens. Two weeks later... On St. Patrick's Day, which is obviously a bit of a red flag. <laughs> oh, I wonder what. Officer Mark Matthews. He's not seen a goat man and a <laughs> public monster and a frog man. Frog man. Yeah. He's not been having a good Paddy's day. Officer Mark Matthews drove around the same boot factory. Something crouched in the middle of Kemper Road. Thinking the lump was roadkill, Matthews exited his car to clear it but from it is, the road. It's a three-foot frog, so that's a bit strange. Well, the lump jumped at Matthews. <gasps> it dashed to the guardrail and scrambled underneath it, keeping eye contact with Matthews the entire time. Next time, copper. Yeah. I've got your badge number. Uh, Matthews drew his revolver and took a shot. Of course he did. Yes. Well trained. The creature stopped moving. Matthews recovered the body and put it in his trunk to show Officer Sharky. Okay, so well, well this will be cut and dried then. We've got um, a bona fide kind of like frog frogman corpse. Oh yeah, no, this is all this is all proven. This is yeah. Oh, oh, fantastic. Yep, we're looking forward to this. Yeah. So he identified the animal as a large iguana, about three to three and a half feet long. If they can get quite large, iguanas, can't they? Yeah, difficult to identify because it was missing its tail. Ah. He figured somebody had abandoned it as a pet when it had got too large to care for, which is what happened to me. I was abandoned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
sad, isn't it? They open shit, they open fire on you and stuff like that as well, didn't they? Yeah. Very I was strange. just let out in the woods when I got too mm. big for my hutch. Um, oh, yeah. Well, the amount of feeding you take, oh, the amount yeah. of lettuce you're eating. And the cold-blooded iguana was keeping warm from the pipes leading away from the fa- boot factory's ovens. So, the Loveland Frog, a local celebrity. With the discovery of the iguana, the whole mystery seemed to have been solved, Neil. Well, hang on a second. So, how long do iguanas live? I would have thought reptiles have got, like, 30-year lifespan. Well, they live quite... I mean, it depends on the reptile. Like, some of them... Yeah. Some of them can, like, tortoises live hundreds of years. That's right. I'm boring you, am I? A little bit. Yeah, you ate too Um, much pie, did you? Sleepy boy. Oh, I have another slice, thank you. I'm going to go banana cream this time. Oh, banana flavoured. Yeah. Oh, God. Something, what, what, what pie would you recommend? Huh? Pork. Don't like, you don't like pig. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I'd agree, but... Um, what, savoury pie? Cherry pie's yeah. nice. Or sweet pie. But yeah, yeah, cherry, cherry pie. Cherry pie's nice. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Peach cobbler. Ugh, not peach. <laughs> Why do you like all the sickly stuff? It have to be sickly. You don't put so much sugar in it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to upset yeah. the good people just, of Georgia. But just, I'm just not big into alone. peaches. Let alone the presidents of the United States or whatever that band were called. Yeah, remember that song? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, yeah, it was it's fucking awful. So, um, so except Matthew's story only explained the 1972 sighting. What about the three frogmen spotted in 1955? Yeah, yeah. What about it? So, sceptics point out that the creature from the Black Lagoon came out in 1954, so Americans had amphibious lake monsters on the brain at the time. <laughs> it's really, really susceptible. <laughs> Why do you remember, this guy's like, uh, you know, some, what was he called, that guy from Death of a Salesman, he's just like, he's having a hard time of it out on the road. It's hard, hard life being yeah. a salesman, Chris. Anyone who could hallucinate a three-foot pack of frogmen. Well, you've done door-to-door sales stuff, haven't you? And you had an, out- actually, and you yeah. had an out-of-body experience. So I did, yeah. You it was know. very tedious. Yeah. Let alone having to drive round to different towns to fucking do it. No, we got dropped off, fortunately. But uh... Hello, ma'am. Are you interested in a hoover? Um, it's, it's a popular role, that. So... But the creature from the Black Lagoon, notably, doesn't have a magic sparkling wand. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one problem. Well, yeah, exactly. What about the wand? And he is of much larger. He's of much larger stature than the three foot five tall frog people who are chatting along the Little Miami River. Yeah, I mean, that presumably was a bloke in just like a monster suit. Mm. It was, yeah. Um, in other words, many believe there are still questions left unanswered when it comes to the Loveland Frog. Mm. The cryptid certainly continues to spark Cincinnati's cultural imaginations. Well, I mean, the fact that a salesman saw it, who nobody could remember the name of. Yeah, well, he wasn't the important thing in the story, was he? Well, that's true. Um, so, cryptid hunt. Mind a few more details, but fair enough. Oh, come on, Neil. That's because you're a bounty hunter. Sorry, Your Honour. You know, I mean, I can't remember what the witness's name, mm. but it's not really important, is it? Yeah. This man murdered his wife. <clears throat> Whatever. Cryptid hunters checking out Loveland can wear their very own I Saw the Loveland Frog T-shirt, a video game. Oh, but did you? No. 
I don't think you should be allowed to wear that unless you've seen them. Yeah, you unless you've got photographic evidence. Yeah. A video. At least tell a good story about you know how you'd come across him. Yeah. He hit you with a wand or something. Yeah, he made my feet turn into mushrooms. Yeah. With his wands. They're back now. They're back to normal now. It didn't last long. Don't worry yeah. about it. Can I have a t-shirt? Um, so a video game developer called Glorious Trainwrecks made a spiritual successor to the classic arcane, arcade game Frogger, where instead of helping a pixelated frog cross the road, you guide a frogman through traffic safely. I mean, that is incredibly similar to the classic arcade game Frogger. But, but it's a oh, frog the only man. difference to me is that the sprite is of a frogman rather than a frog. Well, unless I it's imagine like, they look fairly similar. Well, unless it's like AAA graphics. <laughs> <laughs> like three. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's not, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. And, and what was Horace? Do you remember Horace Goes Skiing or any of that? Like, nope. Do you play those? No. Yeah. What was that on? It's like a weird, it's just kind of like a head with two feet. Very strong. Then I Google it. I, I can't really explain it. It was on the spectrum back in the day. You're on the spectrum. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> most notably, though, the Loveland Frog is famous for being the only cryptic with its own musical. Yeah. Well, is that tr- we've had musicals in this before? No, I think I think we've seen. Um, I think this is making a lot of erroneous claims, to be honest with you. But um, well, it wouldn't be. They're not that many, but I'm sure we've come across. We've definitely come across things that have been made into musicals. I think I it know, was. I think it was ghost, maybe not ghost cryptid, stories. Yeah. So there was that yeah. one where the ghost testified the in go- the trial. Yeah, that one. That one got turned into a whole musical, which is great. But yeah, maybe, maybe not for cryptid. Maybe. Well, maybe there's a gap in the market. Well, no, because there's. Um, Big boy of Canuck Chase wants to have his own music. We did, when I was in primary school, very young, when I was still in London, mm. there was, we, you know, like you do a show at the end of the year when you're kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, like, one where we sung songs, and one of them was about Bigfoot. So so maybe that, I don't know whether that was just a Bigfoot song or whether it was part of a musical. I don't know. It's bound to have been somebody's done like a musical play about Bigfoot or something or Nessie yeah, or Bigfoot. I mean, it's been films about Nessie, you know. As a romantic lead. Hmm. Bigfoot, why do I always make love to you in the woodland? You know what they say about men with big feet. I never understand. I love Mr. Bigfoot. We'll have to live in a cave. Um, <laughs> when I offer myself to you, with feet that big, I'm awfully brave. Nine <laughs> foot I, cryptid, a five foot lead. <laughs> Could love me in the... Well, I can't think of the rhyming word, but... Right, well, we'll, we'll, we've got to work on the book a little bit, I think, yeah. So, Ohio writers and actors Joshua Steele and Mike Hall wrote the Bluegrass musical. Nice. And Frog, which debuted in May 29th, 2014 at the Cincinnati Fringe Festival. And closed shortly afterwards. <laughs> um, no, that sounds like quite an energetic. I don't know. I think it'd be a little bit. The love keeps. He's got a clean player temporarily for some reason. So, in the show, Luke Honeywell and his girlfriend Darla set off with a glue with a bluegrass band to find. Well, that's. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, yeah, it, this is essentially just a bluegrass band. Who, yeah, got any ideas? <laughs> you know, I mean, I thought of that at time to time. If you're doing that kind of, if your musical is right, this is about a, yourself. This is yeah. a, this is a story, but as part of the story, a band's always with me. It's kind of a bit, a bit and then at the end, they get signed by a major label, and make <laughs> loads of money. Uh, uh, they set off with the bluegrass bands to find Luke's missing grandfather, supposedly snatched by the frogman himself. Ooh. A couple. So this is quite a, lot, a quite a lot of this articles about this musical. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's mostly an advertorial yeah. about this show. The couple uh, runs from moonshiners, learns about the frogman's legend from shadow puppets. That <laughs> <quite> <laughs> we're interrupted from time to time by fake commercials from a local taxidermist. Well, he um, he funded the whole production, yeah. so he insisted we got some adverts in. The frog Which mission. reminds me of that, was it Edwards, where he's, um, you know, they're going around and getting all the, the people who are working in the local fu- local funeral homes or whatever to fund his movie. What? Edwards. So, um, have you ever seen that movie? Johnny Depp. So he's, well, he's the guy who's he's known as the most... No, no, Edward. No. So... No. Have you ever heard of, I can't remember what it's called, something like um, Escape from Planet 21 or whatever. So he's, he's a guy who's known as the most, he's supposedly made the most terrible movies of all time. Right. Only they're not, they're kind of like, um, but they're, they're famously like poor quality. Right. Um, it, was a, it was a film, Johnny Depp was in it and uh, it was, uh, what's his face, Tim Burton. Right. Tim Booby actually, one of his, okay. like, um, but yeah, so no, anyway, he's, he's notorious for having made this um, terrible uh, movie, Bella Lugosi actually, which is kind of, one of the things he gives credit, but he was um he was an aspiring filmmaker. But yeah. He made a really really. It's kind of literally like well, the, the UFOs are literally like on know, strings and hubcaps that are yeah, on yeah. strings and stuff like that. It's like a very famous kind of like supposedly the worst movie of all time, except it's not you know yeah. It's just a very low budget kind of very cheesy yeah um yeah anyway. But what he got money from funeral homes. I mean, you've kind of, you've kind of skipped the main part of what this. Yes. Anyway, sorry. What, what, <laughs> really, yeah, no, because no, he had obviously had to raise like um, whatever it was a certain amount of money to buy the film and all the rest of it. So he'd go like it was like local um, funeral homeowners and people well, and they like would, farmers and they stuff. They would be like made that. producers or whatever. Yeah, they'd all become producers and then would come along and sort of. That's a tax write-off as well. Well, indeed. Yeah. So. Uh, the Frogman's unique Cincinnati flair-inspired hall, a long-time Loveland residents and audiences shared the love. The show ran for five performances, all sold out. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Not a year on Broadway, but it's, you know, it's not it's not a one-nighter either. Well, yeah, but we don't, it was... Um... And with the help of you and this article, we'll <laughs> run for another five, hopefully. Yeah, click here to donate. Yes. Um, so, the cryptid Ohio deserves... Why do Cincinnatians show such devotion to the Loveland Frog? Perhaps because it's something that's uniquely theirs, an imaginative story to explain why their home city is special. Because it's something entirely fictitious. If you're not from Ohio, you'd probably dismiss it as a flyover state. I hate that term. Yeah, it's a really wanky, yeah. elitist um, thing. Yeah, I mean, like every... Any, anyone who would use that seriously would have a yeah, fucking word themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would, I'd quite happily visit every one of the different states. They've all got incredible natural beauty and have all got cities that are worth visiting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just fly over state. Oh, no, I go to California. Oh, yeah, I go to California yeah. or New York. Uh, for many people, Ohio seems monotonous. The Loveland Frog adds a little drama to the landscape. 
The Loveland Frog is also emblematic of the watersheds and the wetlands that make up many of Ohio's backyards. Ohio does have some of the most abundant plant biodiversity in the United States, containing over 32,950 acres of national parks. I mean, that's what I'd be leading with, to be honest with you. You're not a fictional frog man. Because <laughs> that sounds nice. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I do know, like, Ohio is, um, I think it's Ohio anyway, it's, it's, cause it's very flat. I mean, oh. this is one thing where it's, um, you know, where you get, you know, obviously if you have like big mountain range or anything like that, natural. Yeah, you're usually like, known for like growing potatoes. No, no, that's Idaho. Yeah, yeah. That's Idaho, sorry. It might be, yeah, I might be getting confused with Idaho as well, actually, but I think it's, but they're in a great, they're in well, a great place. Quite... Right. So, the... yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But even that, like, even that kind of big sky country, we don't get it, so it would be amazing no, to no, see No, no, to it. go from, you know, from this huge place and sort yeah. of see that sort of thing. And, and if they've got all that sort of, um, if they've got those national parks, uh, you know. What we're saying yeah. is the uh, podcast Urbane Legends is uh, a fan of the Great Plains and all of the states and people who say stuff like flyover states can get fucked. Fair enough. Cool. So... With this much wildlife, it makes sense that a lonely, tired salesman driving at night might spot a frogman uh, or two trekking the riverfront amongst the coyotes, opossums, and hellbenders. What hellbenders? I don't know. That's just dropping in something quite... Um... I think it's a type of weird fish. Just going to have a look. Yeah, I think that needs to be Googled. That's got a good name. A hell bent. It's a salamander. Uh, slightly disappointing. Why? Although there is a 3D movie called Hellbenders. I don't know, it just sounds like... Let's have a little look at it. Okay, yeah. Oh, no. it's an aquatic salamander. And yeah. a giant salamander at that. Yeah, okay. the, the weird, weird little things. And we could almost be confused for a frogman, one might think. Mm-hmm. Mm. How big do I get, I wonder? Foot. Yeah, on a Yeah. Ones. Naturally occurring ones. Um, So, the legend continues, Neil. Nice. A recent sighting confirms that uh, even if it isn't a frogman, there's something in the water. Sorry, Chris, I've just got to stop you for one second. Um, A creature from hell where it's bent on returning. Hmm. Other vernacular names include Snot Otter, Lasagna Lizard, Devil Dog, Mud Devil, anyway. Yeah, I've heard of Mud Devils. Snot Otter's good. Anyway, I'll, I'll, (laughs) I'll stop with that. Sorry, so, it was in August 2016, the summer when Pokemon Go swept the nation. Sam Jacobs... Yes, was I can ca- vaguely recall that. Yeah. Sam Jacobs was catching Pokemon with his girlfriend. It's a good, good date. I wondered why they were introducing that, I must confess, but yeah, fair enough. On Loveland's Madeira Road. Was that seven, seven years ago? Yeah. Jesus, time flies. I know, it's terrifying, isn't it? Be dead yeah. soon. yeah. Um, Next week, probably. <laughs> as they crossed the train tracks to the banks of Lake Isabella, they saw a huge frog staring back at them. Jacobs reports the frog, then suddenly its hind legs and disappeared beneath the surface, <laughs> like Terminator Two when it goes in, when they when he melts himself. No, I know why you cry. I know cry. why, why you cry. I can never do. <laughs> do, 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 do. I mean, that would have that would have been an even better movie if he'd been a frog man, wouldn't it? Yeah, much much better. Um, Jacobs took a photo and video of the frog, which circulated on various Cincinnati news sites. In his photos, two glowing eyes atop the shadowy figure stare at the viewer. I've seen it. It's it's interesting. Mm. Reporters called up 
Officer Mark Matthews, he's now retired and holds fast to the story that it's all a hoax and the Loveland Frog was just a dead iguana. Jacobs isn't sure. He knows it sounds crazy, but he really did see something in the lake. Whether it's a frogman or a gigantic frog, he says, he's never seen anything like it now. Well, there you go. It sounds like something's out in the in the banks of the lake. Indeed. Um, just going to have a little look to see what else is out there. I was hoping for more with the whole one thing. It suddenly makes a rabbit come out of a hat or something like that. That'd be good. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. Just oh, like God, really... no, they're just like really shitty music magicians. Yeah. <laughs> well, so like you have that thing, don't you? Every like 10 years or so, there'll be some article saying something like, is magic finally cool? And the answer is it was no. No, it's not. Has uh, David Blaine made magic cool? <laughs> no. It's even shitter now. He's just standing in a box or sitting in a box over the tent. Yeah. It's... What a fucking pile of nonsense. Well, what was, I mean, it's kind of stupid, but also a little bit funny is that when he was doing that, like one of the lads bags. Quite right. Oh God, my God. One of the lads bags of the time loaded or something, I think. Um, while he was in that Perspex box, yeah. got like a remote control helicopter and hovered. Also like, waft a hot dog order. Yeah, burgers, hovered maybe, like yeah. some burgers outside of yeah, it. That's quite funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you go and do that. You set that up on the the tent. We're going to take the piss out of that kind of so display. There's, so there's a Loveland Frogman race. There's a charity race now. There's a film about it, Neil. Oh, good. Has it been an episode of Supernatural? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, that's, that should be coming. Let's have a little look. At... I'm going to have to actually watch Supernatural one of these days, I think. It's on Amazon. So you can Is see. it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the... I also want to... Get a hellbender as a pet, I've decided. Yeah, well, you need a pet. So I can be all quirky. Yeah, I need, I need a pet and I need need something to make me even quirkier. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, to so go I'm with, quite uninteresting. To and, go with your uh, penny so, farthing. You know, if I get invited to a party or something, yeah, I can knock up on my top hat and my penny farthing. You yeah, know, with, a, with, with, <laughs> with a hellbender around your hellbender. neck. Yeah. Don't I don't put find your, it strange. Why are you mentioning it? Yeah, don't put your fingers near it. It bites. Yeah. <laughs> it's very nippy. Well, well um, no, of course it spits venom up. It's a hellbender. Yes, yes, it has it has put warts all on the back of my neck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's also been in some books and that as well. Um, but I think that uh, so the University of Cincinnati folklore professor uh, Edgar Saltkin compared the Loveland Frog to Paul Bunyan saying that the stories about it have been passed down for several decades and the sightings seem to come in predictable cycles. Well, do you know what? What this reminds me of, Chris, is the Rougarou. Mm. And they made... Uh, well... I, mean, I, think, I think that was around sort of New Orleans, wasn't it? Or somewhere around... Rougarou, yeah, it's down in the... Yeah, but Rougarou's a lot, a lot more to it than this, I think. There was, but I think they made a, a nice little kind of... I think what they need to do is kind of, you know, have a few more sightings... And, uh, you know, make it into a... It sounds like they're on well, the it's way... Like, it, to me, it's closest to the Lizard Man of Scaprey or Swamp because they kind of have lent into it, haven't they? And these yeah. guys seem to have as well. well. I like that, but I think they should do even more, you know, like... With even Rupert, more. Where they should Rename do, you know, the town Frogman. Yeah, properly re-embrace it, you know, embrace it and sort of like get a, get a big old... I mean, hey, if it works for uh, Salem with all the witch stuff... Well, it's Loch Ness. 
Hey, have some cute witch plushies and think about the time we burnt loads of innocent women's <laughs> Oh, interesting. Um, All yeah. friends now, though, yeah? <laughs> so that's about it, Neil. That's that's the whole shebang. So, well, that, that's a nice little town. He comes from somewhere out, you know. Yeah. He's, he's representing for Ohio, so good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. I like the fact that he's got a wand. I do. I'm taking with that. Yeah, that... that... Yeah, that, that's that's a little detail that I can do a lot with. Yes, that's nice, isn't it? It's all about the yeah. detail, really, isn't it, Neil, when it yeah. comes to these things? Little ones, you know, little it's just top something hats. a bit fabulous about that. I'm, yes, know, I'm, I'm yeah. loving it. Get a fabulous. Yeah. Got a pair of... Um, got a pair of <laughs> uh, platform shoes, sparkling this platform shoes. Yeah, well, apparently, I mean, he, you know, he, uh, he very much influenced uh, Elton John's stage presence. So that's what yeah, I heard. Copied a lot of his, uh, you know, a lot of his tricks of the Love and Frog. Well, one of the songs which Elton wrote himself was just all about a frog man, wasn't it? But um, well, but, Rocket Man but, was originally Love and Frog Man. Yeah, yeah. Frog Man, da, 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 da. hanging around the lagoon. Ow, no, 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 because I'm a frog man. Yeah. <laughs> but people, um, you know, People were scared by us. So we had to change into Rocket Man instead. Got terrified. Yeah. Of course, this was back in the UK in the late seventies. So we well, a, people were bleak and grey air. At people time. people were scared of spaghetti back yeah. then in this country. Um, so Neil, let's go through our scoring system. Yes, let's. Neil, spooky nurse, fire ahoy! I don't. I mean, it would freak you out seeing a sort of four foot frog. To be fair. But it doesn't seem like it's up to much mischief. They're just having a little chat. Yeah. You know, worst it's going to do is sparkle at you. know, that could be a friendly thing. Obviously, the salesman ran away. Um, but, uh, yeah, just having a bit of a chat, just hanging out. And by and large, you know, they're just, you know, they're just trying to avoid any trouble. Get out of the way. You know, even if they are on a guana that's getting shot by a policeman. So, yeah, no, I, I, not massively spooky for me, obviously. You know, I wonder what, what sort of language they would speak as well. But anyway, yeah. So I think they, I think it would be unnerving. <laughs> they, they speak an Ecuadorian yeah. dialect. Yeah, <laughs> just a Latin, classical Latin. Yeah, classical Latin. Yeah, Ex- excellent Latin or Sanskrit, as it turns out. Um, no, so yeah, no, I'm going to give it a four. Speaking of four, yeah. So again, like with all the cryptids, they seem more sinned against than sinners. So I don't think the day if you're wrong, they'll just have a little chat. Got a little wands, very nice, hanging around the river. Don't seem to have done anything, any harm or anything. Um, it would be weird to, it'd be weird to see them, but they're not, they're not so weird. They're not so big or anything that they'd be particularly scary, I don't think. No, if it was like nine foot tall, that might yeah. be. But frogs you don't kind of associate with sort of evil. Again, they look like claws or sort of teeth well, or anything. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm, I don't find him scary, so I'm going to give him a two-nil. If it was a water lily, I might be a bit terrified, but you know. <laughs> yeah, or a dragonfly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> believability. Um, uh, um, so with all, with all cryptids, I always give them a little bit of a boost because there are potentially animals we haven't seen. Do they stand around gossiping, looking fabulous? Maybe, maybe not, Neil. Don't know. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a lot of that in nature outside of humans, but well, peacocks. Yep, yeah, bird of paradise. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, big not unknown. baboons' asses. Yeah. Um, none of those are ones, though, are they? No, <laughs> sparkly ones. Not really accessorising. Not accessorising. Yeah. Um, 
do people believe it? I think it's just become a nice bit of fun now, a little local thing. But then there is that picture from a couple few years back, seven years back, which exists. So I don't know. It's not the least believable one, but it's not the most. So I'm going to go down the middle and give it a five nil. Yeah, it's probably kind of similar for me. I, I kind of, I think the thing for me is I always think about these things, not whether I believe it or not, but how much I feel the people believe it. And like, I, like you, I think it's, it's just kind of a bit of fun. It's something that stands out. It's unique to their town. They've got their own kind of like little cryptid fella. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, based on that, I'm going to give it a four. Four. Okay. Narrative premise now. Um, yeah, I think you could do a lot because I think this could be an alien. This could be like some wizard thing or, you know, could be some kind of like um, avatar of nature come to go back. Could be um, could be from uh, the Frog Song by Paul McCartney. Yeah, by Paul McCartney. Yeah, possibly bom, the, one of the richest bom, source bom. of mythos since um, <laughs> what's his face Tolkien. So yeah, um, yeah, I think there's there's plenty you could do with it. Um, the whole Elton John thing. Yeah, there's the whole Elton John meeting and all the rest of it. So that's you know you've got a little bit of star power in there as well. That's going to fire it up. So. Yeah, I can give it a seven on that basis. Seven. Yeah, I mean, like, just as characters, I quite like them. They they kind of, and I've said this with a few things, they kind of remind me of something from like a Hayao Miziaki Studio Ghibli mm. thing. So you could kind of do a whole kind Ghibli. of, you could Ghibli, yeah, you could do kind of a whole film around them, couldn't you? Kind of mm. like Pompoko, which is the film about the red pandas sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're nice enough, aren't they? There's, I mean, the fact that there's a few reports as well, that's cool. I mean, they don't... They seem pretty benign. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm going to go six now. And um, Reach. <clears throat> so, there's been a film... Like, there, there's a lot of it on the internet. I don't know how big they... I mean, I don't think anyone knows it outside of America. But... Um, they seem big in Cincinnati and that kind of, so they're kind of known around Ohio. But I think it's probably known a bit broader than that and there's been books and stuff. So not the biggest, but not the smallest. So I'm going to go down the middle. I'm going down the middle a lot today now. I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of on similar territory. I think, um, I don't know how long this has been around, but I think, uh, you know, because the state's obviously taken a bit of pride in it and, and why not? Then, um, you know, that will stick around. Um, probably never going to be the biggest one. As they say themselves, you know, there's not going to be a lot less monster or big foot. They can't all be on that league. So, yeah, five out of ten, well earned, I think, for me. Oh, 38. Not too mm. bad. Not too bad. You know, just inherently not necessarily very spooky, but, you know, they're not always like that. This is a nice to be. Yeah. Don't have to be. That's just the scoring system, but we don't say whether spookiness is a good or a bad thing. No. So um, the scoring system really means nothing, let's be honest, but um, we continue. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a highly accurate glance highly accurate, sorry. Urban legends. Sorry, no, you're right. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. I, I blacked out for a minute. You went off script I went and off then script. you heard. And this is a highly, highly scripted podcast. Very, very scripted. Sorry. And when you go off and you improvise, then, yeah. you know, it, well, writing this kind of rambling and ain't horseshit. Takes, takes, takes hours. All of this is scripted as well, even me saying this now yeah, and this. Absolutely, all of it, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it for this week. Um, we'll be back with something else next week, not sure yet. Um, but hopefully we're back on track after, after last week's debacle. Um, but maybe not. So, you know, let's just see. Easing our way back into let's it. Just, let's like just see where the series goes. easing his way into an Ohio lake. Yeah, or easing his way into a magic trick. Yeah. 
Um, worried about what was being eased into for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, you were. Ended worse. Cool. All right, guys. So, uh, thanks for listening as always. Oh, um, if you do, uh, have the time and want to leave us a, a review or, or a star rating or something that's good, that'd be nice of you. We'd appreciate it. Um, I mean, feel free to wait for one of the better episodes. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, like do one that you, you know, want, yeah. want an enjoyable one comes out, yeah. but, um, yeah, if you fancy doing that, that'd be cool. Uh, you can always contact us at herb.legends.podcast at gmail.com. I know you won't. And we will see you same time next week. I hope you have a good one. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>